Imagine there's no traffic fatalities. It's easy if you're Pete Buttigieg. Hi, I'm Scott Ott with Bill Whittle and Stephen Green, and this episode of Right Angles brought to you by the members at BillWhittle.com. If you're watching us on YouTube, you might want to hit that notification bell, the subscribe button, the thumbs up thing. If it's on Rumble, they also have a thumbs up or a little plus sign. And if you're back home at BillWhittle.com, we have a five-star rating system from back in the olden days that we would be extremely gratified if you would employ. Uh, to let us know what you think about this episode. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, there is a, a, a new plan for it called the National Roadway Safety Strategy, funded in large part by the uh, so-called Bipartisan Infrastructure Bill. And uh, this plan, according to Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg, uh, has a long-term goal of zero roadway fatalities. In case you're counting at home, that's zero roadway fatalities. Now to compare that with the current uh, ticker, right now we're at about 38,000 roadway fatalities per year in one way or another between drivers or pedestrians or bikers or whatever. Um, and so we're going to get that down to zero if we fo follow Pete Buttigieg's five-pronged strategy that involves safer people, safer roads, safer vehicles, safer speeds, and post-crash care. Of course, if you do wind up getting in a crash, they want to make sure that you don't die as a result of it. Uh, Stephen Green, there's a lot of detail in this, and we're not going to muck through it in this episode. Uh, but I found it interesting that Pete Buttigieg, who came you know, within a hair's breadth of being the president of the United States, and by that <laughs> no, I mean, how many uh, primaries did he win? <laughs> anyway... Um, he, he has put forth this plan now, not to say we're going to reduce the number of highway or roadway fatalities, but we have the goal, the ambition, the long-term plan to reduce it to actual zero. What do, you, what do you think are the odds of success in this enterprise? Well, I've never been a, a huge fan of uh, uh, Pete Buttigieg. And the, and the only reason for that is I'm just not a big fan of sanctimonious pricks who are going to take my money to tell me what to do. But that's that's just a, a personal thing on my part. Listen, if, if you want to get to zero road fatalities, let's just abolish roads, which <laughs> I shouldn't say anything and give them any ideas. But here's uh, here's what I would really like to know. We have a real problem, not an imaginary problem like reducing highway deaths or roadway deaths to zero. There's always going to be some. I'm not against safer cars. I'm not against better roads. Don't say stupid things in the comments. But we've got a real transportation issue, a genuine logistics issue, something that, say, a secretary of transportation might want to look into right off the coast of California, Southern California, where we still have uh, how many container ships backed hmm. up there, uh, Bill, at Long Beach and Port of Los Angeles? 62,493. I knew it was a big number. <laughs> Whatever the actual number is. Let 94 me give you an now. 94. With now it's at 95. <laughs> While you were talking, that. it went know. up. And I don't know how many containers are on each of those ships, but, you know, it's hundreds, it's thousands. Big numbers. My wife and I can't get a dryer. Our dryer, which had served as well for 20 years, died a week and a half ago. You can't go to a store and buy a dryer. We can't get one delivered. They told us, oh, it's in stock. We'll ship it to you on Sunday. Great. No, Monday. Well, no, a week from Monday. No, 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 Wednesday. A week from Wednesday. This is what's going on with our supply chain crisis that the Secretary of Transportation, Pete, won't look into because he was busy taking maternity leave. Um, 
But he's going to spend 14 billion imaginary dollars making everything worse because and I know Bill's going to get into this more so I won't I won't say too much here. But he's going to spend 14 billion dollars pretty much robbing of us robbing us of our right to travel freely on the roads we paid for. This guy has zero priorities. He's on the grift and he's a big old Karen. So, Bill Whittle, um, according to this plan, uh, the American society, and I'm just quoting from the plan here, um, American society has a culture that, quote, accepts traffic deaths as routine, and we need to change that culture um, so that traffic deaths are no longer treated as routine. Um, and they, it is the fatalities per 100 million miles driven has ticked up from about 1.2 to 1.4 in the last couple of years. Uh, and for, for context, back in 1975, fatalities per 100 million miles driven was 3.5. And so the number today is still much less than half of what it was in 1975. But this is a crisis. We're going to spend $14 billion on this. But, but again, what really fascinates me is the fact that they're not just saying, we're going to nibble this down to one, or we're going to get it down to 0.75. He's saying, he's not even saying we're going to get that number down to 0.0025. He's saying nobody's going to die, either walking near a road, crossing a road, driving a bicycle near a road or on a road, in a car, in a truck, in a train, no traffic fatalities. This is what serious adults say to each other in public. What do you think of that, Bill? The second you read the bill, the national safety, whatever, I said, okay, we're in trouble. Um, one of the requirements of this, of course, as you said, uh, this is coming from the government statement, is that we have to have safer people. Hmm. Uh, I personally think that we ought to launch a nationwide, extremely expensive program to to create more dangerous people. But I'm a little on, on the uh, on ahead of the curve on that, as I am with most things. Here's the thing, Steve. I mean, Scott, when when you talk about a goal of zero fatalities, there's only one way to achieve that goal, and that is to have zero human interaction with the traffic system. And that the second that, that, that he started saying that, I knew exactly where they're going with this. They don't like the idea that we can drive our own cars, as Steve pointed out. The way to get to zero highway deaths, essentially, is to have zero people on the highway. That's the ultimate the ultimate plan, you know, have everybody on rails. And I think about rails is you can shut them down if you want to. Uh, but I think I guarantee you, and I'm not, I'm deadly serious about this. When I heard zero fatalities, I said, that means we are going to be pushing for fully automatic cars that are driving, as you may have seen during my convoy, uh, moving back to America at communistically low speeds in order to make sure that we feed the safety fetish that has, that has grown to pandemic proportions in this society. The second thing that this tells me is that it is such a reflection on socialist thinking that you can achieve such a thing. Because in order to achieve zero highway deaths, you really would need to have a new breed of safer Americans. We'd be the new American person, you know, like the new Soviet person or the new Nazi person or the new people in China after the Great Leap Forward. This idea that you can, that you can have a government program that, that takes that, that is able to eliminate human error, human malice, uh, human incompetence, and and just 
even the acceptance of that as a possible goal is an indication of how out of tune you are with reality. Now, with that said, with that said, we have now had more than 20 years without a single fatality in a major U.S. carrier over, over United States territory. There hasn't been a plane crash in 20 years. That's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. But that's because the people who are running that particular transportation forum, pilots, are extremely, extremely careful, skilled, and talented professionals. When you talk about what individual people do, you don't quite rise to that standard, which is why I personally, as a pilot, am against flying cars. The reason I fly is so I can get away from all those idiots down there <laughs> and deal with people who yeah. take safety professionally. But... This is essentially what he's trying to do. He's trying to take the human element out of transportation. And uh, I'm not uh, un, un, I'm not unaware of the fact that right now the great crisis for the left is that the transportation system of neighboring Canada has been disrupted by a number of human drivers who have a problem with some of the things that these elite people are saying, and they've decided to drive their trucks in a direction that is not approved by the Canadian government. And this has them really quite scared. And when you said this, zero fatalities, I said automated cars, automated trucks. The nice thing about those is they'll go where the government tells them. And if they don't, they simply shut them down. And this is what they're trying to achieve. And this is another reason why they're going to fail, because they're a bunch of inhuman, incompetent, arrogant, elitist, fun-hating, communist swine. Well, you know, when I but read I this it. and heard about it and saw um, Secretary Buttigieg speaking at this news conference, um, Obviously, you think of, wow, 38,000 people dying in, in traffic accidents of some sort. That sounds like a lot of people. And that is uh, certainly in each case, there's a lot of grief and pain and sadness. And um, in some cases that won't go away for years or ever for many people of loss. Um, and so you don't, you know, you don't trivialize that in, in any way. But then when I heard that the measurement that they use is fatalities per 100 million miles driven, and that that number was 1.4 fatalities per 100 million miles, I thought, how have we managed to develop a largely decentralized system with people piloting individually numerous different models of vehicles with different specifications and different sizes and different weights and different crash capacities and all that kind of stuff and and flying across highways at various speeds uh, each regulating their own little flight deck and you know on the roads and determining how they will maneuver and somehow we managed to get a fatality rate on that. You know, every time I drive down the highway, do you ever see the cars come in the other direction and think to yourself, hey, they're not swerving across that line and heading right into me? Like, why, why is that? How is it possible that that almost never happens? And that vanishingly small number of fatalities when taken in the aggregate of how many miles are being driven should be a cause for celebration. I mean, the Secretary of Transportation should acknowledge that we still have a ways to go in creating safer cars and better speed limits and better, you know, uh, roads designed in ways uh, to make it easier for drivers to maneuver so that they don't run into each other. All of that is good stuff. 
But the, the thrust of that news conference should have been, can you imagine since 1975 that we've actually more than cut in half the number of people who die per 100 million miles driven in this country? That's a, that's a miracle. With constant innovation and new cars coming out all the time um, and 16-year-olds out there <laughs> behind the wheel of some of these things. And geezers like me who are heavily medicated driving around out there as well on the same roads. And, and drunks, like drunks and drugged up people are out there. And somehow we've managed to have only 1.4 fatalities per 100 million miles driven. We shouldn't be content. We shouldn't say, hey, there's no better we can do. But we also, you know, if I had been sitting in that news conference and Pete Buttigieg stood up there and when he said, "My here, here's a quote, uh, and this is from their news uh, release, but I'm sure he said something like it in the news conference as well. Um, Every driver passenger and pedestrian should be certain that they're going to arrive at their destination safely every time. And I think somebody in the audience should have raised their hand and said, excuse me, Mr. Secretary. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. No, 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 really. Could you say that again? Just is unbelievable that an adult man who puts pants on in the morning could possibly get up and say something like that in public. And 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 that said, I know maybe after coming back from the leave uh, because of the uh, the what do they call that, Steve? The family leave, the the child leave. I don't want to maternity leave. leave. Yes, maternity leave. I don't want to trivialize any pain that he might have been in from the C-section. For Bill Whittle and Stephen Green, my name is Scott Ott. We're grateful to the members of BillWhittle.com for making Right Angle possible. 